Now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. It is 7.55 on the Mike Kelter Show. It's 102.5 The Bone. 727-579-1025 or 800-771-1025. We got a big tailgate happening, the Bud Light tailgate on Monday as we take on the Philadelphia Eagles. If you'd like to go, we're going to give away tickets for that here all day on the station, but you can also register at theboneonline.com. Get some great food from the brisket shop. You never knew it was going to stop by. I saw Sap is in town. Uh, Why? Well, I, I guess he'll probably go out to work with Dion because he says he's on the on the staff that's, next year. Yeah, that's what they're saying. No, I mean, God, wouldn't you love to play? Yeah, for a coach that had a Hall of Famer head coach, a Hall of Famer defensive coordinator, and who knows what, they, what else they're going to do? You know? Yeah, if you if you're like a, a defensive lineman, why would you not want to go work with Sap? No kidding. Who's a Hall first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best ever to play? Yeah, they say the best the best to play that position. So. Um, and also just a fun guy to be around. Honestly, I know that doesn't coincide with some of the other things you heard about him, but when you're in, in the presence of a fun Warren Sapp, it's really fun. <laughs> when he does, he does Sapp in the lab every week. And he's, he, gr- he's a football-minded guy, man. He breaks down why defenses are not doing the right thing. It's awesome. Uh, if you uh, want to be involved with the show, the phone lines are open. We still have a lot of news to get to. Galvin, would you mind if we sidetrack for a second? Sidetrack it. I'd like to hear uh, some of... So we on the area say the day before I heard John Senning talking about how people online said he had had a big ego and that he didn't see it. And then I have heard that from people in the building that John Senning's ego has gotten a little bit out of control. And um, I, I don't know that it's necessarily like an aggressive out of control where he's going around pushing people around. Uh, but I did hear that. So I found it very interesting and I wondered what other people's impression uh, you know, was of the other staff members. So we went around the room talking about who had the biggest ego and John was a uh, consistent in some people's uh, list, but overwhelming, it was uh, Spike. Everybody said Spike uh, had the biggest ego. You know, everybody's name was mentioned once or twice. Galvin, mine, uh, Drew, but overwhelmingly, it was Spike uh, who just burst his way in there. And I defended Spike. I said that I feel like Spike is a self-promoter, much like Dizzy. And that doesn't necessarily mean his ego is big. But then some people are like, yeah, it exactly means his ego is big. So I don't know. As far as I know, Roger and JP didn't talk about it. Um, Then I don't think Drew and John talked about it. I didn't get to hear. But I do know that it was brought up on the Cat Name Mo show. And we have some audio of that. The audio is not that great. But please uh, bear with us and listen to it so that we can hear. I haven't heard this yet. I've just only heard about it. Here we go. I got pushed out. Okay. Do you just want me to play in order? I don't know. Yeah, you just play them in order. The, the okay. first three for Mo are the most intense, and then okay. uh, Spikes is all intense. good. So this is Mo. Oh, come on. I go on the mic. How you sticking? I'm sticking with this phrase I want to tell you, Mo. And I go want ahead. everybody there listening. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Just spell my name right. There you go. Just spell my there you go. name right. There you go. Spike on the mic. But, he itching. He itching to get at that microphone. <laughs> I got to hold you back. I got to hold you back, Spike. I have, mm. a, I have a couple of things to say less uh, less hostile <laughs> than the energy. Uh. All right, listen. Every now, I have been on this station 10 plus years. Oh, I have had my balls busted <laughs> routinely. Ain't too long. It's all good because I bust balls routinely. And I don't 
if you listen to this show, if you're a fan of this show, if you hate this show, it doesn't matter where you fall within that paradigm. You understand I don't take myself seriously, too seriously. But every now and again, things will be said, and they could be said in jest, but sometimes it's hard to understand if someone's kidding or not, or if they're just ball bust or not, where you feel like you have to address them. We're men, too, on this show. There should be no one show that gets to be a man or gets to be populated by men. They can say what they want to say, and the other ones cannot. We are men, too. In a conversation on the morning show, they were talking about, they got into it because on Bone Fam page, a lot of people were talking about John Sinning and the perceived ego. I say perceived because... Um, excuse me, I do have to interrupt Mo's ego for one second. Oh, okay. Honey, dope. Cash. This hour's Bone bonus keyword is bonus. Bonus. Head over to the free 1025 The Bone app and enter the keyword within 15 minutes past the top of the hour and And go get your your thousand bucks. bucks. (laughs) It's The Bone Bonus, sponsored by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Carmen, real quick, I want to say that so far, uh, I agree with Mo and that no show should be above the other shows and they should all be allowed to respond. And Mo so far has said the right thing, that he can take a ball busting because he's a ball buster. So, so far, so good, Mo. Here we go. I don't know that I agree with what a lot of people are stating. Some, you know, going counter to it, but some stating that they feel like his ego has gone. Okay, we'll get off John sending. That was the springboard in and then the conversation was who has the biggest ego. Okay. and this- That was the... That was the first piece. That's the uh, his uh, opening up the uh, the his opinion of our ego conversation. Okay, and uh, now he's going to give reasons as to why he uh, he disagrees <laughs> with our votes. Okay, and uh, the John thing was he's right was a listener driven thing, and some of us voted for John and some of us didn't. But we did the top three biggest egos, and Galvin voted for. I voted for myself. Did you vote for yourself? I did. And you voted for me. Yeah. Son of a bitch. All right, let's hear the second part. <laughs> I was way, way down. I think I was like number five or whatever. But under the conversation of me being number five, I just want to address two things. Two things. It was said, I'm not saying who said it. I'm just saying it was said that I talk about movies and music with no authority. I'm paraphrasing here. Mike, we all said it. I give we all said it, yeah. It's on both. And I am unqualified to give opinions on either. Understand something. Yes. <laughs> sorry, my, my muscle. <laughs> yeah, you all right, Mike? <laughs> you have a little sneeze? Little sneeze? Right, sorry. Excuse me. And, and, and I, I relate this information to you not in a braggadocious manner, just correcting statements because sometimes we as hosts will say things and I put myself under that umbrella as well because I am a host as well. And we will say oh, things that go. people will just accept as fact. Ego's growing as we speak. As far as rock music goes, as far as music goes, there's only one personality on this station that has two songs written by them. Oh, Jesus. Arranged by them. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be. Co-produced by them. 
played by a collective of musicians and singers put together by them on iTunes, on Spotify, on all of your streaming platforms. Where do I find Moe's music? <laughs> Where I mean, unless he's talking about Roland Mizell, because Roland Mizell has music that's been produced, arranged, written, and performed by him that's on well, didn't Spotify. He, well, didn't he do something like with Migs or something? Yeah, but he said a collective. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. but <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the collective is Moe and Migs. Is it really? Yeah. So it's Migs' music. Also, yeah. does Moe know anything about anybody else having CDs out or anything? Does he have any idea? <laughs> I don't know. Like we, we have a band. We played. We wrote and, yeah. and produced some of our does own he, songs. Does he think that the Pipple Toddler was the first band I ever played in? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, does he have any idea what he's talking about? I, what he's pontificating his on? His credentials are wrong, right? Yeah, now. exactly. I, I he believe... said he's the only one on the station yeah. that wrote, produced, and arranged songs. I said, "We've done that." Um, uh, Roland has done that. Yeah. I mean, there might be some cha-cha songs that Dizzy wrote. I don't know. Joe, Joe, Joe does. Yeah, yeah. Joe does. Will Coons is probably doing some political parodies. He, yeah. I know he does go on to say that he too has been in a cover band. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, so. oh, oh, oh. really? Where yeah. are they? Because nobody's ever heard of them. <laughs> they're, they're super covered. Mm-hmm. There's only one personality that has two songs written, two songs, music songs, rock songs written by them uh. on streaming platforms. Roland Mizell. One of them. Containing a guitar solo by Peter Klett of Candlebox. Big deal. Uh, One hit, person. Hit, hit, the, hit, the, hit the button for a second, okay? <laughs> Peter Klett's a great guy. He used to play for Candlebox. He's a very cool dude that we see every week yeah. when we practice. If at any point we were like, Pete, you want to come jam with us? He'd probably be like, yeah, no, no doubt. I'm I jam good. Zeppelin with him. Yeah. So shut up, Mo. Don't make it like don't make it like Candlebox is blowing <laughs> rolling through town, heard you, and was like, man, we got to get down with that yeah. guy. Only one guy. personality. All right, that stop. has scored, set uh, with oh, he's just a musician <laughs> and assisted in the scoring oh, of a film that no one will ever see. Of the score <laughs> that no one will film. ever watch. One personality that has worked or had worked. But, but pause in, a second. Do you realize this is the proof that Mo yes, has the biggest yes, ego yes. by him thinking that all these things are so important? And that's why he was on the list. Yeah, he, he, Listen, he's moving up the list yeah. by yeah. talking yes. because Mo loves himself some Mo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. He can turn a, a 10 second oh, yeah. thing into a 40 yeah. minute oh. tirade. <laughs> in their upcoming in four separate record stores. What? Uh, what's good. in four separate records? He worked stores? in four record stores. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that well, a not interested. That's that. an accomplishment. No, no, no. All right, you want to hear the next one? Please. Mm-hmm. One personality that has been in rock <laughs> radio <laughs> for the better part of thirty years. Well, Gio? that's not true, right there. One Gio? personality that has a short film. And we're going to get into the film aspect. No, we're not. A short film Mm. that he had to meticulously (laughs) choose the proper music for. (laughs) Not only am I not unqualified to talk about rock music and give my opinion, I may be the most qualified on this station based on How does he fit in the doorway? Seriously. How did he get in here? I have a new list. He's number one. Sorry. (laughs) You're out. I'm with you. You're out. He is number one. He he, is he actually his ego so big he's number one and number two on my yeah. list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Oh my God. The most qualified let me tell you something. 
I worked in rock radio. I worked in radio in general. I worked for uh, for a rock station, for a country station, for a talk station, for a sports station. I'm the most well well rounded in more than one way here on the show. Uh, it's it's insane. We all have the same history. We all have the same background. Drew did talk. Drew did rock. Drew did uh, you know talk and rock and alternative. Yeah. So Drew's got a, a history. Don't stop it. That's just ridiculous. This is the biggest ego I've ever seen in my life. This guy might have just passed by. Go ahead, finish, play the next one. Don't ever. (laughs) Because you will sound ignorant, naive, uninformed. Correct. Do not ever posit the statement on this station. I'm unqualified. You're unqualified. To give a yeah. opinion. And I don't opinion. even feel like he's qualified to be on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like news. He, oh. I feel like he's qualified to maybe work comedy on a cruise ship. He's angry. Oh. That's it. Oh. Yeah. oh well, he touches on his uh, yeah. his comedy, so don't worry. Yeah, sure, he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's just simply not true. Film. There's only one person uh. on this station <laughs> oh, geez. that has worked in the film industry professionally. That's not, not true. true. Not true. Not true. Not true. Not true. Geo and yeah. Spanish and Papap are in a real movie yeah. uh, that was on a real screen that millions of people saw. Yeah. Mike and Galvin were in Sullivan and Son. That's I, right. Uh, I was uh, the Truman Show. Yeah. yeah. Jim Carrey. We have a whole history of, uh, of work you that we've do, done. You do voiceover for a for bunch several of yeah. uh, movies in California. I mean, yep. Spanish, myself, and Joe, we did share the screen with Chris Hemsworth. Thank you. So that yeah. is an undeniable oh, fact. Mo, Mo shared it with uh, Stacey Steele and <laughs> some other dude. I was with Thor, damn it. Another part-time comedian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. That has written... Numerous screenplays that have been in various in stages drawer, of development with various studios. One made, starring Edward Furlong. I'm not bragging about that, but, you know, he was in Terminator 2. Wrote, directed, and got on Amazon Prime. By the way, and award-winning- I have also written several uh, episodes of television shows. In well, let's just say in various stages. All the stages are in my laptop. Same with Mo. Yeah. All the various stages are all somewhere in this stages computer. Somewhere. I just heard that Mo wrote Terminator Two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what he said. Like he, was saying. he wrote. He's bragging about Edward Furlong, <laughs> I mean, who only did Terminator Two. Oh, I was gonna say, in Mo's defense, that is the best Terminator movie. Oh, it, is, it is. I agree God. with that. Yeah. All right, go ahead. There's more. Oh yeah. Wrote and directed a film, then did a documentary on the film, and both <laughs> made numerous. Film festivals. That's like saying you squeeze fresh orange juice, then poured it back into a jar and poured it back into the pitcher. You again. can pay to get into film festivals. I, yeah. I stand by my performance in that film. It was good. Yeah, it was a good performance. Best performance. Yeah. Still haven't yeah. seen it. Thank Thank you. You. Oh. I still haven't seen it either. Yeah. And you're in it. <laughs> one film festival by one of Hollywood's premier filmmakers. Both films made it. The making of and the film. Unprecedented. You know what unprecedented means? There is no precedent. That's not true, though. That's not true. There have been other movies that have made it with a, with a documentary uh, that went alongside it. Come on, Mo. Mm-hmm. Oh. Now you're just making stuff up. There's more of Mo. Do you want to oh, keep going with yeah, Mo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. Okay. Do not say working on a film now. Unqualified. A major film. <laughs> what is to be a major film? No. Major. No. Okay. So I've been in... The Hollywood oh. 
system. Hollywood, I don't even Florida. think he's ever been to Hollywood. And the independent Hollywood, system. <laughs> pretty much from 19 on. Do not say that I am unqualified to give an opinion about movies when I'm writing the damn things. You're unqualified. Directing <laughs> the damn things. Totally. What? Other- I wonder what not his favorite movie is. <laughs> hey, can you get a hold of him? Sure. It's Blade yeah. Runner, isn't it? I'm pretty oh, sure yeah, it's Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Yeah. The original. The most boring one. It is <laughs> so. pretty boring, but I love that movie also. But really also, boring. if you've been doing it since you were 19, you're a failure. Oh, yeah. Damn it. You're, you're, you're 60 years old now. <laughs> yeah. You're a failure. At what point are you going to go ahead and uh, make some money? You made a movie with Edward Furlong. <laughs> where's the... Where's the you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start sending the videos I take of the uh, dogs from the Humane Society and yeah. sending them to uh, Can Film. They've, yeah, they've got more views than most movies. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my God, uh, I, I need to hear a little bit of more of Mo before we get to that other delusional moron that sits oh. next to him. Having other people, major people, major, sit down with me to talk about scripts that I've written that they want to write. Not only am I qualified to talk about films, I may be the most qualified person on this station to talk about film. That's fact. Quantifiable. Quantifiable. I'm not saying my opinion is always right. I'm not saying I have the best opinion. I'm just saying the statement that I give opinions on films and music without any qualification and or basis is not only erroneous, it's just flat wrong. And that moron so, Rockweiler in the background is so loud you could hear him. Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know if you want to hear more or if you actually want to hear from the man, the myth, the legend himself, a cat named Mo. Is he on the phone? Yes, he's on the phone. Let's welcome to this show a guy who went above and beyond to prove to all of us <laughs> that we were wrong. Mo, we were wrong. You have the biggest ego yes. on this radio show. Oh, you guys are masters. Without a doubt. You think you're the best at everything. You made so many false statements there. <laughs> the you should be indicted. Thing, the, the only thing I was stating was that I was that I was as qualified to talk about music. No, and no, 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 no. You said no. you said I most, qualified. most qualified. Most qualified. qualified. Only one. Said, only one to write songs. Only one to record songs. And those are all wrong. You have no idea. You have no idea how wrong you were. By the way, where do I find those songs? What's did Mix said, perform those songs? Uh one song Jerrica sang and uh, Mix Bros sang on the other. Uh, Cowboy, you go to Cowboy Lullabies. That was Wait, who sang it? Mix sang Lullabies. one, who sang the other? Uh, Mix sang Why Are You Running Away? Jerrica sang Isn't It Funny? Oh, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, two songs. Okay. Yeah. And right, it's so, under Cowboy Lullabies. So right away, let's start with that. Roland Mizell has recorded, written, and performed and put up on Spotify songs that he has done all by himself. That So right there, uh, you're wrong. Uh, I was kind of saying professionally, but sure. Yeah, but what? What's the difference between professionally and not? I mean, by the way, you play the play the songs back to back, and that'll answer the question for you. Okay, all right, all right. Listen to me. I'm gonna tell you right now. You ready? I have heard your song before, the Jericho one and the Migs one, and I like Migs a lot, and I know he's super talented. So, uh, but none of your songs go like this. La 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 la. None of your songs. I've never had one of your songs stuck in my head. That's right. That's right. You've never brought lambs to the slaughter. 
<laughs> as far as memorable hooks, you may be right about yeah, that. Yeah, sure. yeah. So, so uh, you're right away. Your ego makes you think that your songs are better than Mizell's. Therefore, you're right. But that's okay. That's okay. But Mike, Mike, I again, and and you're playing selective portions of what was like a 15 minute kind of monologue. I stated in and between and around. This was I. All I was saying was that I have qualifications to talk about the two subjects, and I wasn't mad at anybody. I wasn't coming at anybody. I was just, and I and I said at the start also. I prefaced it by saying this no, is no, not. No, look, I don't. This isn't. I, you this know, is, this just, isn't you know, about who's mad at or anybody. Nobody's mad. He sounds very heated in that. Listen, yeah. I have said it several times. <laughs> I, I have said it several times. Mo has the best body on the station, and uh, he's qualified oh. to talk about that. But uh, also. That I love Mo's show. I think they're all very funny. I think they work well together. This has nothing to do with that. You think that Sinead O'Connor no, no. was a legend in music. When she died, you treated her like when 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 the Queen died. You went on like four days about it, and she had one song, one song that the rest of the world knew. That was written by Prince. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I understandable, but but now remember, she was never meant to be a pop star. She was an alt star, and it, and it she, doesn't matter. That was an anomaly for There's her. There's a lot of alt stars out there. But that those aren't superstars. You treat her like she's a superstar, like Madonna, and she wasn't. She she was only good to a niche audience, and that's she was very it. important in my. I was part of that niche. I right, know, you know, right. Yeah. But that's like that's like me to try and tell you that uh, my favorite band, Saigon Kick, is one of the most important bands in the world. They're not. They're a gold record band. Right. But I'm not going to yeah, sit there sure. and try to convince everybody else that they should know who they are and love them. If I'm Mo, right. I would always lead. With I worked on Terminator Two with Edward Furlong. No, no, he, did, a, he didn't. That's he a didn't. great movie. He didn't. He worked with Edward Furlong. What What did you do with the, What movie did you do with that? Kid? He brought him to Super Eats. <clears throat> the uh, oh, shut up, Spanish. <clears throat> the movie is called I Love You, Spanish. Um, the movie is dummy. called uh, Oh, <laughs> I Love You, Galvin. Um, God damn it! Now, now I'm having a brain fart. Yeah. <laughs> movie. Your own Wait movie. Wait your ego minute. is so big it pushed the name of the movie <laughs> out of your head. So many of them, Mike. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. All I mean, yeah, there, there have been a lot of scripts. There have been a lot of meetings, Mike. There have been a lot of things. They changed the name from my original script, and I'm and I'm trying to remember. Uh, what the hell it's called? Uh, Stolen uh, Valor. Fake news. Fake news. They changed everything. <laughs> Stolen Valor. Give me, give me a minute and it'll come Not to me. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, the, the, go ahead. Go the ahead. flurry of Edward Furlong hits. Yeah, let me That's just Google it. Edward Furlong. <laughs> <Yeah>. Smash <laughs> Let's see. We have Terminator. Name and I'll tell you. Uh, wasn't the Terminator. No. Damn it. What the hell? Oh, Hold on. I it, can. Was it uh, Stitch? Stitch. Stitch, Stitch, Stitch. Was yeah. it Edward stitch. Furlong Mall Cop? <laughs> uh, no, Stitch, uh -huh. Stitch. Okay, like Lilo and Stitch? Yes. Uh, like Lilo and Stitch, but it wasn't Lilo and Stitch. The movie was just oh, called yeah. Stitch. Awful. Yeah. And right, now, so, listen. This is yeah. now, now, hold on. Now, I'm not standing by the quality of it. It's an interesting film. They deviated a lot from the script as producers and directors do when they get a hold of yeah, it. I mean, because they realize it wasn't that good. And Mo's they name, it <laughs> he is an IMDB with uh, Edward Furlong, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it says writers Aja and Mo. Aja? <laughs> Who's Aja? Yeah. Oh, he, he, was the, the, he was the director, too, as well. Too. Aja. Yeah, he, he wasn't the writer. He, he changed some things and threw his, his name conversation's giving me Aja. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, so... so what we're saying is just because you've done it before doesn't make you good at it. 
And now, now again, I never said anything about quality. The quality of the things that I've done, various projects, I stand by. But I was, it wasn't about that. It wasn't a conversation, and I was listening, and it was a mischaracterization. All I was saying was, was yes, I had, I am qualified to be in the conversation talking about both film and music. That's all I. You was also I said you were the only one on the station the that's got thirty years of of rock <laughs> radio experience, which is also garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, been, no, been in rock radio. I, I I I didn't think you were in rock radio for that long a time. I did not think you know. And I tr- maybe I maybe wrong about that. I was. Geo was. You, Galvin, you've been in rock radio better part of twenty five years. Yeah, he's been I started here out for, in rock radio. He's been here for seventeen. Yeah, Apolo- but ten years of that's been talk. Oh, you're saying just specifically songs. music driven? Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah, music driven. That's why I said rock radio. So I'm just yeah. talking about music. Is it not true that you also said that you were the only one on this station? They could stand on stage and fill a room and entertain these no, people for no, an hour. That's, no, that's actually untrue. That is categorically false. What Nobody I said could was, sell out a room I said, except I you said, is what you said. I said there were two people on that station, and I stand by this, and I welcome anybody to change my mind to, or to prove it. I said there are two people that can go into a room of strangers and get on stage for an hour. And kill. I said the first is Johnny. Kill. 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 So let me ask you. I've, I've done a career of that, man. That's, no. not, that's not opinion. That's no. not opinion. You can't. You can't if, you're saying, stop it. if you're saying stop you can it. go in a room and kill for an hour, why don't you have a special on Netflix? Because I just never got around. I never shot one. That was not a thing when I was doing stand up. So, it just wasn't a thing. But, but I've had a very successful year with, uh, career with stand up. I'm no longer in it. I'll do a show here or there. But I bought two houses with stand up. I, 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 both I gave away in the divorce. But I was, you know, I did it on my terms and I'm proud of it. I, I, the only thing that I was upset about was, and, and I know you love me, and and we, you know, I, we have our friendship and our relationship. It was when you were like, well, he's a failed comedian. He was a failed this. He was a failed that. I mean, and I know to a degree that you're joking, but sometimes it doesn't sound. All like right, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase it, Mo. Let me take it back. Go ahead. I don't think you're. I don't think you're a failure in anything. I should not have said failure, but I don't think you've been successful at any of it. Like but I don't, had, and I, but I, I, how do you define success if I was able to take care of a family, buy houses, afford nice things? I mean, you know, I, I, on your level where you are, there are multiple levels of success. But if right. I was able to live the, live the life I wanted doing what I love and making good money at it, I kind of quantify that as a success, Mike. Yeah, I know. Okay, so so you're right. I'm not I'm not terming it right. So you've done that for a living. You've made a living out of it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Never had to never had to work on a roof. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, but but we all try. Even roofers don't want to work on a roof. I get it. So so (laughs) I so Mo, I take it back because I don't believe at all that you're a failure in any of that stuff. You have been a successful comedian. You've have been a successful filmmaker and the other stuff that you did. You've made a living out of those things. So I will give you that that means Thank you've you. been successful enough to make a living out of it which is very something to be very proud of there's no yeah, negative there you. whatsoever but my level of success in the entertainment industry is beyond that like i i don't mean me my level i mean my vision of success if you're a if you're a successful comedian you have 
specials on Netflix or HBO and people are buying tickets to go see your shows and all that. That is where I'm at. And that's where I don't feel that you've gone to. Oh, and, and, and I get that. And that's that. They're, like I said, their levels of success. And that is a far greater level of success. Uh, not everybody, you know, strives for that. Not everybody is going to make that. Uh, so you have to sometimes you have to say, where am I at? What am I doing? What have I achieved by that? And, and, and be happy with that. I don't know that I That's ever fine. really wanted to be like a, a giant comedian. I always wanted to be. I, movies is what I want to do. And, so and you're, I'm still, real quick, I'm Mo, I just want to clarify. You're saying you don't have an HBO special or a Netflix special by your choice. <laughs> you didn't want to. Yeah, <laughs> by your choice. Okay. Well, okay. Well, Galvin, Galvin, I will say this. Had I went at stand up seriously and focused in only on that, I would have a, I would have a special. Sure, I'll, I'll yeah. And had I had I kicked uh, football from an earlier age, I would have been uh, in the NFL. Right. Like we can all I say things. Right yeah. Yeah. If, I, I, if Mike would have played rugby, he would have been the best that. rugby player yeah. in the world. In the history of America. Yeah. If he had wanted, 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 if abilities i know what i've done on the stand-up stage and again i'm not patting myself on the back i'm just yeah, you are, you are. <laughs> yes. mo is it not true that, is it not true i wanted to be a stand-up comedian uh to that degree and solely that i could have done it mo, yeah. is it not true that last night on the show you compared yourself i do not recognize this person to, talking now you, <laughs> did you That's not the funniest joke you've ever told <laughs> you compared yourself to bill burr and chris rock <laughs> What? I have that. Oh, I have his comedy. Oh, stand by, Mo. Stand by. Stop talking. Here we go. Oh, hold on. Failed comedy career. Twenty-five years <laughs> in comedy, doing it my way. Doing it my way. Working with Burr, featuring for Burr, Rock, Larry the Cable Guy, The Rock, Ellen DeGeneres, headlining. There are two people. Two people on this station. Two people on this station that can go into a room full of strangers, get on stage, and do an hour and kill. One is Johnny B. No. Nope. I think you know who the other one is. Nope. <laughs> I have never seen Johnny B do an hour of killing. I've seen him tell some good jokes. Oh, sure. Sure, he, never sure seen, he has. No. No, I haven't. <laughs> I, I, I don't, okay. I've never seen him do an hour. I'm just saying I didn't say you didn't do it. I've never seen it. And I don't think that you can kill for an hour doing comedy. I, I feel that way. But, Mike, I, Mike, I've done it. It's, I'm, it's, I've yeah, just done it. I've you're done saying, it throughout the course of my I've career. I've done it, an too, hour. but I didn't kill at it. I, and the other thing is you feature for Chris Rock? Uh, Chris Rock came through the comedy club in Columbus. Uh, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, for a long time. The Dave Stroop house. Uh, anyway, yeah, absolutely. I, because I was there anyway, and he came in to do a set. Absolutely. Yeah, the so you're in it. Yeah. 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 You told him a joke at the urinal? I did listen. I'm sorry I got to tell you guys how comedy works. I did tw- I featured in front of Chris Rock. Listen, Listen, Mike and I opened for Def Leppard. We opened for Poison. You're you're doing all these things. We can say stuff, too. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Saying, oh, now coming to the stage is Def Leppard. It's not opening up for Def Leppard. No, no, man. Our band 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 played played before before Def Leppard. And Poison and Brett Michaels. All right. Well, guess what? Guess what, guys? 
you can say you open for Def Leppard. And I, what I'm saying to you, I see that's the thing. Wait, 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 wait. I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to trying to let hold on, hold on. I got it. So I we got a call up. from the promoter, and the promoter said, "Hey, uh, poison's coming." Would you guys be interested in opening for them? We'll pay you this much amount of money. And we said, yeah, we'd love to do that. Yeah, and we yeah. did that. So so that's how that worked out. You right. happened to be at a club that Chris Rock showed up Dropped at. And you're like, I featured for Chris Rock and Bill Burr. No, 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 no. Hold on. I was on the bill. No, me and, me and Bill Burr, we've worked weeks together. I was on the bill at the comedy club. Chris Rock came in. Dave Strew, who was the owner of that franchise in Columbus at the time, could have very easily said, "Hey, we're just going to put Chris Rock on." Blah blah blah. He said, "No, Mo, you're going to go. You're going to stay where you are, and you're going to go in front of him." I can say legitimately that I feature for Chris Rock. I'm not. That's not a statement of my comedic prowess, but the fact that I went on in front of Chris Rock and didn't suck and featured, just like you guys can rightfully say, you opened up for those bands. Mike featured not, for Robert Kelly, not, for Mark sure. Norman, for Burt Kreischer. Yeah. For who else? That's, who else have that's you fine. That's fine. The only <laughs> statement I made was that an hour. I I can you I can be sitting in a comedy club, oh. hanging out at the bar, and somebody can say, "Hey, our headline is not coming in. Go up and do an hour." I can do hey. that. Johnny B can do that. That's not bragging. I think that's I can do that too, and I think and I'm willing, willing to take that challenge. You may be able to. You may I, be able I, to. I, I so just then know you that can't have. say I'm the only guy in this building that can do it because I guarantee you I can do it. <laughs> And I bet you I'd be funnier than We keep saying I said I was the only guy. I gave Johnny D props first. Y'all right, be right. trying to mischaracterize a nickel. <laughs> Come on now. All right, and Galvin, all right. by the way, I did I just want to get this out. And I did say I wasn't mad at Galvin or And I said, Galvin, uh, I had thanked him for some imaging for the rock show. I'd sent you a happy birthday text uh, that very day yesterday. But also, Galvin does something that nobody does for me, uh, which is, you know, he'll come across something, a a piece of music or some kind of article that he might think I'd be interested in. And he'll just text me out of nowhere. Hey, don't know if you saw this. I try and do the same for him. Uh, but and then that means a lot to me. I'm, I'm not hating on anybody. I'm not putting myself above anybody. In a no, you are. That you're putting yourself yeah, above everybody. You're saying you're the only one. You're oh, the yeah. best yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. In your I'm mind, you are a superstar, yeah. Mo. In your I'm mind, you are a superstar. Hey, if you're not a superstar in your own mind, why would anybody else be? I what? hope when you lay in bed and you and you and you think of your acceptance speech for the Academy Awards. I hope you think of me. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, I listen. I listen. I won't forget the people. Uh, Mo, me. I will say this. In in conclusion, I do feel like you are well rounded entertainer, and you can do comedy. You Delusional. can do radio, and don't forget. I think we're forgetting one. Mo hosted a daytime TV show here in town too. Can you do that? Yeah, for yeah. five years with Veronica from QIK. Yeah, yeah, the and, uh, cheap date night movie. Yeah, right. So uh, Mo definitely has some talent, just not on the radio and not really with music <laughs> or movies. Wow, no, I'm kidding. But Mike, you were so close. To, I know. To I, nice I, I believe Mo is uh, a dedicated, <laughs> creative person that is well rounded and can perform in many levels. And I think though he he far exceeds. And having an ego. Definitely the biggest ego on the stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Okay, wait, hold on. Before you make that determination, are you guys going to play the Spike Audio? Yes, yes, yeah. next. That was- if we can ever get you to stop talking, we're yeah. going to play the Spike Audio next. You guys called me. I know, but Jesus Christ, it's been 20 minutes. We accidentally asked Mo to talk about himself. Yeah. Uh, Mo, I'll give you this also. You should get an award. You make, you make beautiful babies.
Thank you, thank yeah, you. I love you all. all right. Mo, I can tell you this, too. One last thing. You are the Go best ahead. at turning uh, 30 seconds of conversation <laughs> into four hours. <laughs> into four hours. You ain't wrong about that, Gal. Uh, you ain't wrong about that. Unbelievable. Bye. See you later. Oh, my God. Joe, I, got, I, Joe, I think your break. urinal line might yeah. be the funniest thing you've ever said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just because you told him a joke at the urinal does not mean you feature for him. I thought Mo is as delusional as Artie Fletcher for a second. It's but I, unbelievable. Well, I mean, look, in Mo's defense, he did a feature for Chris Rock. And now he made it kind of sound like at first that Chris Rock right. picked him. Yeah. But he did feature for, for Chris Rock, for Bill Burr, and I'm sure plenty of other major uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, Larry the Cable Guy, who is one of the biggest comedians in the world, okay? Who I also have worked with, um, but I'm almost tying Mo. Uh, I, f- I featured for Bert. I featured for Mark Norman for Bobby Kelly, and uh, I was there for the Mark Norman. Yeah, uh, thank you. We have toddlers in, even in yeah. a Netflix special. <laughs> what the band's yeah. even in a Netflix special? That's right. That's right. There's a difference between like if he wasn't so egotistical, he would have said, "Oh." I featured for Chris Rock, but by that, I mean, I was part of that club. I knew the owner. No, he just knew, to... he didn't think nobody was going to call him out on that's it. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's, right. Why it makes him an e- that's what makes it an ego. The, now, just uh, right now, you're thinking this can't get any worse. It does. <laughs> uh, we have audio of Spike, who, from what I understand, lost his goddamn mind last <laughs> oh, night. Boy. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll get to that audio next. It's Mike Cal, the show. This is 1025 The Bone. You're listening to The Mike Caltus Show on 102.5 The Bone. This September, 102.5 The Bone will be partnering again with Riverside Recovery. For Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.